Welcome back to, to the, the Dead, Dead to the World, World podcast. I'm Mama Dawn. I'm Tasha. And I'm Lexi. And we are so happy you've joined us here today. And we welcome you. <laughs> I knew she was going to say it. <laughs> the thing that makes that worse is we say, welcome back to the Dead to the World podcast. And then you immediately say, we welcome you. I'm like, yeah, that's what we just did. Oh, okay. <laughs> welcome, welcome. Welcome, welcome. <laughs> so we hope that your uh, New Year's resolutions are going well. We, uh, well, you know, we talked about how we didn't make them in, I'm doing air quotes, we didn't make them, but yet we all weighed ourselves at the end of the night. Yeah. So I got this uh, like dirty, lazy keto cookbook to try out and see if the recipes were any good. So I have a question about that real yeah. quick. Dirty, lazy keto. Mm-hmm. So technically it's not like strict, strict keto. It's not keto. Strict so it's keto. not keto technically. I mean, it is keto. It's like it's, following all the keto rules, just not so strict. Yeah. It's, like, n- it's not like you don't, ha- you don't have to eat everything organic. Oh, okay. Because I know and, with keto people think like, oh, I can eat as much meat as I want. And that's not true. Yeah. Well, with this one, the reason why it's called lazy, the lazy part of it uh-huh. is you only count your carbs. Oh, You don't okay. worry about all the, rest. the other macros and I gotcha. whatnot. Yeah. Okay. Anyways, so, anyway, continue. So I got the book in the cookbook to read through and we've been trying out some of the recipes. They're not bad. I did like a 30 minute cookbook, which has been amazing because I am not a huge fan of cooking. But the, I was just, the funny thing is, is we haven't like gone strict you know, like, oh, this is all we're going to eat. We're just like, you know, dipping our toes in the water, trying it out. But last night I was like, oh my gosh, like the Christmas candy is gone. And I was dying for something sugary. And the next thing I know, I'm in the pantry with a half bag of mini marshmallows I found in the back, like shoving them in my mouth. <laughs> just like a straight bag She's of sugar, three, yeah. basically. So, you know, That's after funny. about two handfuls, maybe three, then I, then I was fine. Oh, good. For the rest of the night. <laughs> And hopefully the rest of the resolution. I'm just getting the rest of the year. Oh, yeah. Um, So so that's how I'm doing. Oh, sorry. Go ahead. Okay. I finally, finally, and what is it, like January 19th at the moment that we're recording, Mm -hmm. got all my Christmas decor down and put away. That took you long enough. Well, it's usually not like me. Yeah. I'm usually like, boom, boom, holiday over, boom, next holiday's up. Yep. I just didn't have the energy. Yep. Being sick sucks. And I don't know if anyone else will resonate with this. I'm sure you will. But it's sad to put the Christmas decor down. But at the same time, it's like refreshing. Yeah, because you forget how much room it takes up. Yeah, it's a lot. All of a sudden, you're like, wow, my house is bigger. Like, I don't want to say clutter, but, you know, I don't want to say clutter, but it's like a lot of stuff. And then After you a while, put it all it away cluttery. and it's like, oh, wow, it's so clean and like spacious. Anyways, yeah. Yeah. No, I same. I put mine away and got the Valentine stuff up already. I'll have to post my mantle pick. I haven't done that yet. Mm-hmm. It's cute. It is cute. Okay. Lexi, anything you want to share before we move on? Um, the most exciting thing happening right now is that I finally got my nails done. Yay! Me and they're too. cute. So we did I actually. That's funny. Wait. Oh, we should take a picture. We should. Okay. We'll post a picture on our socials at Dead to the World Podcast. Not at, sorry, just. No, at Dead to the World Podcast. I know. On social media. Okay. That, that's how you say it. Uh, okay, but I just didn't want people to think like the at sign. Well, that, well, yeah, that's that is. how you find it. Oh. <laughs> Never mind. At Dead to the World Podcast. <laughs> Good job. Good job. Okay, yeah. moving on. All right. So today's episode is going to be a dream deciphering. Deciphering dreams. I always say it the wrong way. You're I, the one who came up with it and told us to call it deciphering dreams. But I think I told you to call it dream deciphering and you came back with deciphering dreams and I didn't argue because it's fine. I just forget which way it is. <laughs> it's, it's fine. fine. <laughs> well, it's deciphering dreams. Okay. So it's a deciphering dreams episode. 
And I am going to start. Okay. You do that. Jump right in. Go for it. Well, scouring the internet to come up with some dreams to decipher, I ran along a page on Reddit that is called Leaves. And it's actually a support community for people who are trying to quit their cannabis use. And I didn't know this before, but that can affect your dreams quite a bit. So this is a post from somebody in that group that was just uh, talking to other people about who are just like in the beginning stages of trying to quit Mm -hmm. and helping them to kind of know what's coming for them. So this is what they said. Cannabis suppresses REM sleep. Rapid eye movement sleep is when you dream. Cannabis actually stops this process from happening or greatly diminishes its effect. In part, that's the reason why people with PTSD or post-traumatic stress disorder um, use cannabis so that their dreams don't overwhelm them, overwhelm them. But REM sleep is an important part of the sleep cycle. The dreams may seem extra vivid and wild at times, but after a week or two, they will go back to normal dreams that you had before you smoked all the time. Typically, after a week or so, you'll notice a great improvement in your memory and cognition. And um, the first week or so, you might have a lot of brain fog or feel rather forgetful. But this, like everything else, will eventually pass. And this person says they're on 27 days and nights. Oh, she's, I'm on day 27, and some nights I don't really remember my dreams. Sleep has become normal again, and I'm grateful for that. Sleep feels refreshing, and I wake up rejuvenated rejuvenated in comparison to waking up craving the next hit of cannabis. And then they say, I got you, brother. I believe in you. (laughs) Is there a reason why it's called leaves? Yeah, because... Oh, the leaf. Yeah. Oh, Like pot plant leaves. (laughs) Wow. If you can tell. I don't think any of us. The bubble has, or the light bulb. Why did I say bubble? I don't know. The light bulb (laughs) has turned on. turned on. The bubble has popped. Yeah. And then this was another comment on that same thread. Just somebody else saying, in three or four weeks, it settles down. You, If you haven't had REM sleep for a while, if you've been smoking daily, REM sleep is needed and for good memory function and proper rest. So I just hadn't realized before that it had such an impact on dreams. So that's why I was able to find some pretty crazy dreams mm-hmm. from people who were in this the beginning steps of this process. And so I'm going to read some of those and give you the interpretation. And I found them very interesting, given that I already kind of know what the person's going through. Gotcha. I wanted to see if it would line up. Yeah. And it did. Good to Spoiler know. Spoiler alert. <laughs> Spoiler. So this one says, oh, and there's no names associated with this. I'm sure that's just for privacy reasons. So this user wrote, I had a dream last night. A cop in New York gave me a handgun. I then proceeded. <laughs> I thought you were going to say hand job. I'm sorry. <laughs> Lexi. No. Hand we're not that guy. kind of podcast. <laughs> I was like, wow, these are weird dreams. Yeah. <laughs> I then proceeded to go on a high speed chase, crashing through the city with the SWAT team chasing me. Eventually, I flipped the car over and dreamed the dream ended right before they were about to shoot me. Literally every freaking night, this crazy shit happens in my dreams. Although, honestly, I don't mind too much. Sometimes they're really fun. Interesting. So the cop or policeman, police in a dream occur when an aspect of your evolving identity is challenged by the critic or the patrolling aspect of your psyche. And then next was the city or New York City. Uh, That can represent your aspirations and need for public recognition. Uh, The handgun or gun, oddly enough, Lexi, the gun often 
appears in a dream when sexual feelings <laughs> no, are, are leading to difficulty and pain. Oh. Or guns can also personify a defense mechanism at play within a relationship. Mm. All right, interesting. Lex, how'd you know? I don't know. <laughs> Something told me. And then the car chase or being chased, um, being pursued or attacked is an internal drama on one side of you questioning the behavior as you enter into a new situation. And the crash, um, as you grow, you feel insecure about what you're doing. And in fact, you go through many changes because of these situations or life situations force you to change. So it's important to note that the crash in a dream is not necessarily a warning of being on the wrong path. The mishap merely reflects that colliding aspects of where you are in life and where you feel you should be are different. Okay. So I just have to say, I felt that that was pretty dang amazing how perfectly this dream correspond with, you know, the group and they're, they're talking about their trying to stop smoking pot or marijuana, cannabis. Uh, so with all dreams, change is the main theme um, or with all the dreams that we seem to interpret it's pretty much always about change. Yeah, I feel like change. Well, because everyone goes through change. Like you can't get away from it. No, and it's. I think pretty much, it's uncomfortable for everyone. I think you might be right about that. I think so too. So, um, working towards being clean is a huge change, of course. Uh, the cop seems to signify their evolving identity from a critical aspect of their psyche. So the side that knows that they want to quit using or need to quit using, and then their other side that's saying, "Hey, we should." We should not do this. The city represents a need for public recognition for this change. Guns normally would point to sexual feelings, but they also represent a defense mechanism at play within a relationship. So I'm thinking, you know, if this person maybe could have had a dynamic that maybe wasn't so positive in a relationship if they were using and the other person wasn't, or if they're in the you know, process of stopping using and their significant other still is. Oh, yeah. That Either could be one of those okay. could be Got causing, it. you know, a defensive, you know, mechanism within the relationship. Mm -hmm. The card or the car chase signifies internal drama. And I'm sure one side of them is always trying to quit while the other side is working hard not to. And the crash recognizes that this is a change that will most likely cause them to feel very insecure. Uh, but they need to just stay on the path and they will get to where they want to be. Nice. So I thought that that was very interesting that it lined up so well. This one's short and sweet, but pretty freaking hilarious. Last night, I had a nightmare that my wife bought me a night with a prostitute. <laughs> Super weird and disturbing for me. What? <laughs> so in wife, well, wife it would just correlate to family. And dreams of family members are very common although they are still generally a reflection of how you explore the qualities of that person uh, to learn more about the potential of the dream. So this often takes place after an experience that has left you wondering about your personal dynamics. So this is the hard part that we can never really interpret completely because we don't know what this, you know, what your relationship is with these different people you might dream about. Um, the prostitute, on the other hand, uh, the character of a prostitute is trading the ability to experience real intimacy for money. So perhaps you have a sense that you are sacrificing something special for work or material gain. So I would definitely consider stopping drugs after many years of use to be an experience that could leave the user wondering about their personal dynamics, who and what they are will be changing. 
the idea of the prostitute trading intimacy for money may have to do with the sacrifice they are making to change their world, which in the beginning is very hard, and they may feel let down saying to themselves, you know, why did I give up drugs for this? Right. So, and I can imagine that. It's like, you know, you know you need a change, you know, and I, I know there's some people out there that, you know, smoke cannabis and don't have to do it every day. But for people who get into that cycle and want to stop, you know, your life isn't going to change overnight to all of a sudden be something wonderful if you've like distanced yourself from other people. That's actually what I read a lot in the comments is people was like, you know, I kind of pushed everybody away. I only was thinking about my next, you know, time I was going to be able to smoke. I hear that a lot. It's kind of like that's kind of the only thing on their mind Mm -hmm. all the time. Yeah. And that's just from what I hear because, of course, you know, I haven't experienced that myself, but I can imagine that would be hard. Mm -hmm. And at first, you know, you're going to have to start building those relationships back up. So not only are you feeling, you know, stressed out because you want to still smoke, but you're trying to stop. But then now you have to also build up these other relationships and fill in the gaps. And eh, anyway, I feel for anybody going through that struggle right now. Um, All right. The next one said, I had a dream last night that I was running away from two T-800 Terminators and found a little package of buds along the way. I knew I wanted to stay sober, but packed the buds anyway because I thought I was going to die. Well, that would be scary. So running away, um, so being pursued or being attacked is, again, an internal drama on one side of you questioning your behavior as you enter a new situation. Uh, The buds or drugs, dreaming about drugs can be indicative of not facing the idea of substance abuse since they alter perception, taking drugs or being given drugs can be a message about changing how you uh, view experience. And then the packing or picking up the buds and packing them away, the idea of packing reveals that you are currently considering packing, sorry, packing what you currently consider to be important and that you need to carry it with you. And then dying in the dream, because they thought he was going to die. If you dream that your life is being threatened, the dream is exploring how you are letting go of a side of you that is no longer appropriate or that you must let pass on. So the dreamer is having an internal struggle as part of them is on board with quitting the drugs and the other part of them isn't so sure that it's the right thing to do. And of course, dreaming about finding the bag of buds and picking them up may indicate that they are struggling with the idea of drug abuse and that right now the drugs are still important to them. But their life being threatened in the dream indicates that they are truly working on changing and understand that their old habits need to die in order for them to live the life they want to live. Right. Mm -hmm. That makes sense. So, and then I have one more that I found. Um, So this was a response to a post asking if other people who have quit using drugs still dream about them. And this is uh, what a person posted They said, I've been sober for three years and four days now, and I still dream of it. The dream comes down in cycles for me. Sometimes I don't dream about it for months, but especially in the last two weeks, every second night, I'm surrounded by the finest weed and hash in large amounts. The day before yesterday, I dreamt I picked up a fist-sized rock of the finest and creamiest hash. It's kind of annoying, but only kind of, because I say to myself, and I think that the dreams are not to be given too much weight. I mean, I've been, I had been smoking for 25 years and sobriety isn't a piece of cake. So it's really not that disturbing. So again, I already read this before, but dreaming about drugs can be indicative of not facing the idea of substance abuse. 
Um, I won't read that whole thing, but basically that's <laughs> what it is. And then, um, so in this one, I mean, that's really the only thing. They didn't say what the rest of the dream was about, just that they kept finding this really, really great, these really great drugs. But I noted that the dreamer finds the drugs uh, that they would have loved to have ingested years ago. And, but they don't in their dream or in real life. So we will always dream about our past and dream about things that we worry about. And in many other dreams, um, under this question I read, most of the dreamers did ingest the drugs and then woke up feeling very guilty or like they had screwed up their sobriety. So I thought that this was very interesting for this one that um, they're... They didn't? Yeah, they're doing well in their drug-free journey. They didn't um, partake of the drugs, even though they were really great. So, but that makes sense. You know, three years and four days, that's a great accomplishment Yeah, for somebody. It sounds like most people in here state that they were literally smoking, you know, marijuana like three times a day or four times a day. Mm-hmm. Wow. So, Crazy. Yeah, that's a huge accomplishment. But yeah, I, and I, we might need to do a whole episode at one point about different drugs and how they affect sleep because I didn't even think about that. Oh yeah, that's a good idea. Yeah. Like how, well, because we also talk about how we ha- like prescription drugs can also affect, affect your sleep. Yeah. So, and we talk about how you can take different drugs to help you sleep, but we've never talked about, I guess what you would consider illicit drugs. I, I mean, mean even not though, really anymore. Yeah. Well, like marijuana, marijuana is legal marijuana? in a lot of places marijuana. now, but Mar- not everywhere. Marijuana? But then there's still a lot of other drugs that I'm sure affect sleep that, that aren't. <laughs> I don't know. Aren't. We'll check it out and decide if we want to do an episode about it or not. But also, I do feel like we should throw in here, or I personally, I guess, feel this way. I can't speak for the rest of you, that I don't judge anybody for partaking of <laughs> Oh, same. Yeah, I didn't pull this Anything. out. Yeah, I didn't want to make anybody feel bad if if you smoke cannabis. Marijuana, Marijuana. Pot. I mean, I'm just whatever you call, call it. it. <laughs> I mean, a lot of people are prescribed it, and it does help a lot of people too. So that's true. true. I just wanted to clarify. We we're not saying this to judge you. No, we, we just found the information no, interesting. We ain't the judgy type. No, no, you, we're you not. You do whatever makes you happy. Correct. All right, Tasha, is it your turn now? I don't know. Is it? Yeah. Yeah. You're okay. Going Here I go. You better go. So, of course, I got my stories from Reddit. The first one is from Various Respond. 86, 86. All right. <laughs> I like that. It's Thanks. almost like 10 4, good buddy. <laughs> okay, Bob. <laughs> All right. So the first one goes It starts with me in the bathroom. I glanced to my right and I could see a long black creature outside my window. This is very odd since my bathroom is on the second floor. I was home alone, so I couldn't tell my parents. I went out of my bathroom and through the window of the back door. I saw another one of those creatures in my backyard. I slowly opened the door to get closer to them, just to find another one behind the door. As soon as I opened this door, the creature tried to get inside. I slammed the door shut. Not completely sure why, but I wasn't surprised. It was as if I was used to this happening. I know that for some reason they could only attack me when my self-confidence was low. I rushed to my living room just to find many more of them inside. I fell to the ground and covered my head, and my back was facing the ceiling. I kept repeating positive things to myself, frantically trying to boost my confidence. I kept repeating it until I really forgot about the creatures. I then slowly looked up. They were still inside but could no longer touch me. Relieved, I looked outside the big windows from the living room to see the world outside gloomy, with more of the creatures roaming around. 
That sounds crazy. It's like they're little like eel things almost. Eel. That's what I, you know, like, yeah, eels in the ocean. They're like black and they're like slithery, Slithery. bigger than a snake though. That's what I'm picturing. Okay. Spooky vibes. Spooky. So the bathroom often symbolizes in a dream of like needing to detox, cleanse, purify, or let it go. (laughs) Let it go. Um, Or basically just has to do with like hygiene. Yeah. Basically. (laughs) Yeah. Um, creatures, strange creatures appear in dreams when something is unclear in your life and they could possibly embody the confusion you're feeling or the fear of the unknown. Interesting. Now, Always dr- the fear of the unknown. Always. Dreaming that you cover your head is a clue of heightened senses of feelings or vitality. So you're feeling overwhelmed maybe by like emotional issues. And then confident. Dreaming about feeling confident shows that you're going to lose money. Really? Which I thought was interesting. So, putting well, that all thing together. I never dream about being <laughs> You're like, I'm always weak in my dreams. So, putting this together, it sounds like the dreamer is maybe needing to cleanse their life, whether that may be a person, a place, or a thing. I'm not entirely sure. Uh, but the confusion and the fear, which comes with all the creatures, um, maybe the dreamer can't be calm in their daily life because of all the confusion and fear. And being overwhelmed could cause the loss of confidence. So in the daily, what do we say? Walking, waking, waking which one's right? Waking, waking life. Waking life. So when you're asleep, your inner self or higher self is in control of your dreams, you know, consciousness, and therefore showing that you need to be confident and change some things in your life. Okay. So let's just say maybe it's a person. Maybe the change could lead to better being financial if they're taking advantage of you or something. So maybe those things outside are actually parasites and they're sucking the money from you. Oh dear. Oh dear. (laughs) Or maybe let's say, for example, it could be maybe a place. Like maybe you're living somewhere that you can't really afford, so you need to make a change, but it's scary and there's fear. But if you don't, maybe financially you're losing out on some money. That makes sense So there's multiple different options I think this could go. This dream could go, so... That's my first one. That was really good. Thank you. So before you go to your next one, though, I'm just shocked that feeling confident in a dream would mean that you're going to lose money. Yeah, I thought that was interesting. But then I thought, oh, wait, but if, they're confi- if you're confident in a dream, then you're probably not confident when you're awake. Oh, that's true. Because in your dream, you're trying to tell yourself something. Right. So you're telling yourself that you need to be more confident. Yes. Okay, now hear me out. Yes. And make a change. Yes. So that you are more financially stable. Yes. What if you're not confident in either? Just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> well, then maybe you need some help. No, I'm just kidding. All right. Um, okay, next one uh, is by Raisin Gang. Love it. The That's the Reddit username. Raisin Gang. Now I want Raisin Canes. Oh, is mm. that a chicken place? Yeah, it's so good. Never been. Are they, is it only in the state of Utah? No. It oh. just almost everywhere and just barely it came, came to the state of Utah. Well, I'm good. very behind. Okay, well, not Raisin Kings, but Raisin Gang said on Reddit, I was being held captive in some... Captive. Captive. <laughs> I was being held captive in some weird wood log mansion in the woods in the middle of nowhere. In a winter... In a winter. I'm sorry. It was winter. So outside it was snowy and icy. I managed to escape being tortured, but then I was being chased. In order to get ahead of my chaser, I would slide on the ice a bunch of times, just like you would slide in war zone. Pause. Do we need to explain that? No. I was just going to say that sounds really cool. 
being able to slide like that. Right. For those who don't you know. You can say that. Oh, oh, you're still recording. I'm still recording. I thought you paused it. <laughs> no, I meant pause. Did we need to explain what they meant? <laughs> Normally when you say pause, you actually Oh, I pause. actually pause. But it's okay. Psych. Keep going. Okay. Anyways, after a lot of this, my pursuer fell far behind and I saw a ski run almost. The ground had been flat up until now, but it dropped off about 35 feet-ish to an angle. No, I'm sorry. 35 degree angle and about 100 feet. So basically oh, it's wow. flat, 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 and then boom. Down. Down. Spooky. spooky. You got spooky stories today. <laughs> yes, I do. Okay, continuing. When I got to the top, there was a small toddler size figure who spoke in a distressed child voice and he said that two other people had also escaped this mansion but the other two died in an avalanche while sliding down this hill at the bottom of the hill there was a fire that looked like someone had tried to hide it but i didn't really think much of it there were two bodies on the hill about two-thirds of the way down and while there was evidence of an avalanche the bodies were on still part of the hill that looked almost groomed while still talking to this child, I slid down to look at the first body. I went into the bit of the avalanche area and got kind of stuck. Then I noticed that the bodies had pieces of meat chopped off. What? Ew. Oh yeah. Spoiler alert. Here we go. I suddenly get this horrible feeling and I turn around only to see that the child wasn't a child. I hadn't seen the face before, but this little person was in their 50s and had tricked me into getting my guard down. He had somehow silently slid down the hill in a matter of seconds behind me. I was powerless to stop him from killing me because I was now stuck in the snow. That's when I woke up. But for some reason, I knew that this little person had been stranded there a while and had lost his mind. And he had turned into eating his deceased companions to survive. Oh, dear. Oh, my gosh. So it's like a Donner Party situation. I have no idea what that means. Jeffrey Dahmer. No, what? Donner Party. It was like people <laughs> who were migrating to California and they got stuck on Donner Pass oh. over the mountain and they got snowed in for winter and supposedly they turned to cannibalism. Oh. They didn't like kill each other. They just ate the people who died. Well, I would oh, also okay. like to clarify that Jeffy Dahmer was a cannibal. That's yes, why I was. went there. <laughs> and <laughs> I'm over here like, what? <laughs> so there was the Donner Party and, and Dahmer. Donner. Oh, how funny. Okay. That all makes sense then. Okay. So interpretation. Uh, to be captive in a dream means like suggesting that you're feeling trapped in some type of aspect or circumstance in your life. Escaping means that you might not be able to find an easy way out, but you desire to stay away from something unpleasant. And so trying to get away from it, you feel obligated to do so. So it might not be easy, but you're pushing to escape. Yeah, you feel like you for sure need to, no matter what it takes. Right. Mm -hmm. Now the avalanche in the dream is a warning sign of danger that's approaching in your life, real life. And then dreaming of a child, but then it's not actually a child, um, could be an excuse for yourself, or maybe there's a childish manner that you're embracing in your, like, what's the word? Waking life? Yeah, but I mean, like, <laughs> the way that you would take on a childish like immaturity persona. persona thank you that's what i'm looking for um so and then raw or uncooked meat mm -hmm. is just literally it just i can only find bad omens okay so overall my interpretation of this is that the dreamer is feeling trapped and that there is some type of circumstance that needs to be evaluated mm -hmm. so but however it sounds like finding the solution to that may not be easy but yet there's an obligation to get out. 
And then in the end, the child being really an adult man could ultimately be um, unmature and therefore may require you to put more requirements into your life that like an adult would. Mm. If that makes sense. So maybe the change involves you being more mature. Yeah. So like you're escaping something. So he's escaping the mansion and then he meets this child mm-hmm. and then the, or and then the avalanche is associated so you're trapped in life things need to be evaluated and you're you're childish but you need to be mature got it okay that makes more sense yeah sorry i think i was just you're okay talking in circles there for a moment <laughs> sometimes dream interpretations can be a little confusing and that's okay i'm sorry that's okay. No, that was interesting. Well, and you said that like the raw meat or whatever is a bad omen. Yeah. I can't think that um, any dream about eating people could be a good omen. So, <laughs> Well, I think that just comes into play that like in the end of the dream is when he realized like, oh, this child is not really a child. And so it's like in the end of whatever circumstance or whatever it may be that he doesn't change or doesn't evaluate in his life, it's going to be bad. Like mm-hmm. it needs to... You need to mature. Yeah, and do what you need to do. There you go. All right. And then, Adulting is hard, by the way. Uh, adulting is the worst. I'd have to agree. What's that saying when they're like, can I just like only worry about the one crayon I wanted to pick out of the box? Oh, yeah. Back in the days when that's all you had to worry about. All you had to worry about was what snack you were going to get when you got home from school. <laughs> or what TV show you wanted to turn on, what cartoon. Yeah, nowadays snack has a whole new meaning. <laughs> I'm the That's snack. Now. I'm the <laughs> snack. <laughs> now, my third and final story I have today on Reddit is from Andre PP. Nice. Nice. <laughs> so, starts off in a school. We're having in a festival, just a normal festival. Then, for some random odd reason, they were showing us a cool drink that would make you stronger. Someone drank it and turned into a big, wide, tall human, looking weird, just running at people full speed, infected. Anyways, I was the last person there not infected, and I got out of the school. It was on the edge of a huge mountain. Anyways, I went down it and went past a huge turn. Suddenly, I came across a cotton field. There was a mountain up there with so many stairs, and there was a massive temple and a woman in it praying. Once I got up to the sky, it turned dark, and I looked back at the temple. It was now haunted and dirty. So was the woman. She was running full speed at me. The next thing is, I literally went down, pressed some button that said, leave game, and woke up. What? Just wanted to share how random this was. That's so weird. That is very, very I wish I could use that to get out of my scary dreams. Right? Leave game. Leave game. (laughs) No more. Thank you. No more. Thanks. Um, So, school. And we've talked. Just a second. I wonder if that person has practiced, practiced lucid dreaming. and like, So they know. That, they that was like, like their way out. that they decided oh. they were going to get themselves out of dreams. But I don't know. Like scary dreams. But anyway, go ahead. I was just going to say that we've talked about school before. Um, yep, not that long ago. Right. And it can mean lots of different things. But for this particular story, dream, I think it would represent the fear of change. Um, And so you might be maybe letting like a major opportunity pass by, or if you do take the opportunity, it might not sit well with you or it may, you know, who's to say, but anyways, change. Now a cotton field is said to be the sign of a spiritual awakening. Uh, The cotton flowers tend to burst open when they're ripe, which is why it stands for a symbol of awakening and opening forth to a new world. 
which makes sense because it could be your change. Wow. Now, the temple could mean divine assurance or protection, seeking forgiveness, uh, but it also could mean something completely non-related to religious belief. So it could just mean like a mysterious or like strange place that you're unfamiliar with. It doesn't have to be associated with religion. Religion. Yeah. So my guess in this particular case is that it does deal with religion um, and or, or something of that nature. Maybe some different type of religious choice or maybe going joining a new church or something in regards to that. With the school and that being the sign of the change and then the cotton and the temple representing a spiritual awakening and divine assurance, I'm thinking that maybe this person is making a change that has to do with religion or because at the end of the dream that the temple turned haunted and dirty, that maybe it's a life change in general that may affect what they were grown to believe or practice. That would make sense. Um, and unfortunately, you know, if it is something challenging to take a part of or maybe challenging or maybe stressful in your life, you can't just escape it by saying, like, leave game, hit that button and you're done. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So the dream is just representing that there's a change with religion. Maybe their family might not be pr- happy about it or something like that. And in the dream, he just wants to escape from it and not have to deal with it. But unfortunately, real life, you can't do that, yeah. which is a bummer. Sometimes, sometimes it kind of remain, reminds me of those Staples commercials, like oh, yeah. with the store, like <laughs> easy. the easy button. Yeah, that was easy. Yeah, that's wish, so funny. I, I was reading button. No, I was reading a book the other day, and it was talking about how that in the Staples commercials it has the easy button, and then she was talking about how we, a lo- obviously not always, but a lot of times overreact to things, and like there are she called them like buttons that we can press. Mm-hmm. Like she was like, make a list of things that you can do to help yourself relax and feel better in a moment that you're feeling very upset. And she's like, and it's basically the same thing and it'll make it easier. You know, it kind of reminds me of why they in like stressful movies or scary movies, there's always that comic relief that comes in a little yeah. bit through just to keep you from like stressing completely out. So I think that's kind of what I think in my life works is like if I'm really upset about something, I just have to think about something that's funny. To yeah. get myself a little comic relief. I agree. I have to laugh about it. Get perspective back. Yeah, I agree. So yeah. those were my three. They were very interesting. I feel like the yeah. first and second one were like really concrete. And then I feel like that second avalanche one was kind of like, I don't know. I feel like it wasn't as solid. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, You mean the third one with the... No, the second one. The avalanche. With the, the second, little man boy. With the you little said man you felt child. like the first and second were really solid. I didn't know first and third. Oh, Sorry. That's okay. I, I that's think why the I was first confused. and third one were kind of like, oh, obviously this is what it's talking oh, about. Okay. And in, well, in my opinion. Yeah. And then the second one, I was kind of like, well. Could be could going be a lot of different directions. Uh, yeah. But with change, it's hard because who knows what they're going through? Who knows what changes are going in their life? So sometimes it's a shot in the dark with those. Well, and mm-hmm. I found it's very interesting when I read a lot of dream things on Reddit and Quora. Um, a lot of times people, they can kind of, I mean, I think intuitively you can kind of tell what your dream might have been about just based on what's going on in your life. In you your wake life, up right. and you're like, oh. That makes sense. Yeah. So, so All right, Lex, I think it's your turn now, huh? It's the loser's turn. Okay, little girl. Beautiful loser. Oh, I'm beautiful and a loser. And a little girl. <laughs> All right. I... I like to find ones that I, when I read them, I can't just come up with something that I think it means. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. 
So I tried to do that this time because sometimes I feel like maybe my interpretation is a little skewed when I read it. And I'm like, well, clearly. (laughs) Clearly (laughs) Clearly anyone could have guessed that. Yeah. So my first one, obviously, both of mine are from Reddit. What can you expect? Um, The first one is from user IFAP2Murder. And I'm not sure what that means. I'm not going to look into it. (laughs) I'm just going to read you their dream. Actually, this has nothing to do with that, but... Um, we just got a new like Wi-Fi modem router thingy mm-hmm. and installing it, it. I just had to go choose, you know, resetting up everything in the house. And I saw somebody has their, their Wi-Fi name is I love my Wi-Fi. Oh, like my, cute. my wifey. That's so cute. Mine I just hope says, they actually do. Oh, I do too. I should say mine's boring. It just is Nielsen's. We think we're funny. <laughs> we have FBI van. Oh, yeah, FBI van. That's pretty good. <gasps> Sorry, right. so off topic. Anyway, Wait, why am I apologizing? Re- I don't know. That was mom. mom. Apologize. Just kidding. I'm sorry I took us <laughs> off topic. Continue. No, I will read the dream now. So they said, I just had the weirdest dream ever. Me and my family were inside a grocery store with the lights out, and our van was smack dab in the meat section. So we were just wandering down the aisles, grabbing a bunch of different stuff and throwing it into the van. Then suddenly the lights turned back on and there was a guy in a chair asking us our names. He was dressed in a biker's outfit and there were a few guys with him, all of them dressed the same way. He asked us our names and we all gave him fake ones, but somehow he seemed to know my name specifically. Then he offered us all fake IDs. (laughs) So then I woke up. I usually don't remember my dreams and this is the first and the first one I do is weird as hell. (laughs) So as we've discussed many times at this point, I think... Uh, dreams of family members or other people in general, um, they're very common and they generally are a reflection of how you explore the qualities of others to learn more about you. So I would family, agree with that. family dynamics that you have inherited offer an enormous palette of symbols for transformation as you move forward to discover your real identity is what this says. Okay. Which I would agree with that. Agree. Yeah, I do too. And then I concur. <laughs> Food is the essence of nourishment and has similar associations in dreams, although it usually captures the idea of fulfillment. So we dream of food when we're seeking a more reward, when we're seeking more reward from what we do or seeking a deeper meaning in our relationships. And, you know, I got that because they're at a grocery store. Got it. Yeah. (laughs) Are you with me? Are they feeding their... We're there. Souls. Yes. Amber, what's the word? For? Ambrosia? No. Ambitions. Yes, thank you. Ambitions. Oh, I Lisa thought you were gonna. Ambition. I thought you were gonna say ambrosia like the Greeks, because that's how the Greek goddesses. Yeah, it's a drink. Like refuel. All right. Next. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Um, vehicles. So this is portraying to the van. Um, often portray how you're moving forward in life and what motivates you. And then when it comes to the men questioning them, knowing the person who's dreaming's identity and offering fake IDs, it's kind of hard to interpret because it all just kind of centers around identity. So what I could find for identity is that it's the idea that every chapter, symbol, and even the landscape and lighting portray aspects of you. So if you dream about someone knowing your identity or being confused or lying about it or anything dealing with identity, it just is portraying all aspects of you, basically. Hmm. Which is interesting. So this dream interpretation seems pretty simple and sweet to me. Basically, the person is feeling unsure about their identity and the different aspects of themselves that they may have inherited from family members or others. And they want to feel comfortable and fulfilled to be their true self. And they want to move forward in life and be motivated to be themselves. So, and I mean... Self-discovery. Yes. And I feel like the specific topic of like your identity and being influenced by other people and stuff is common that we've interpreted. That's true. And we've said it a couple times and we will say it again. 
I think just be yourself. Be yourself. You'll end up being happier in life than living a quotations fake life to mm-hmm. please others. Yeah, don't live that Instagram life or don't believe in it. That's not what we were saying, but oh. yeah. <laughs> I'm sorry. Well, no, you're fine. I mean, you're right. <laughs> you're right. I mean, what a lot of people like portray out on their social media isn't really their real life. That's what I was going for. Yeah. Like if you're dreaming about that topic, I can only personally assume that it's because you're struggling with it. So mm-hmm. if you're struggling with it, maybe try to dig down deep, not care so much what other people think so that you can just be happy. Exactly. That's all. And then I have one more dream. It's from the Reddit user RareGreen1145. And they said, okay, so in my dream, I'm at some wedding. Everybody is busy with the ceremony, so I slip outside to smoke some cigarettes. And there were woods behind the venue, and I figured that it would be a nice place to smoke. But I got lost and stumbled into something totally weird and out of place. A whale skeleton and a rusty abandoned ambulance from the 1940s or 50s, based on the shape of the vehicle, were parallel with each other in the middle of the woods. I was so stunned, I went to the ambulance and everything inside was burned out and everything that isn't metal was melted. As if the inside of the ambulance burst into flames, but the outside was largely unharmed. Hmm. That is so interesting. How? That, yeah. I'm trying, to wrap my ma- ma- I'm trying to wrap my mind around that. And this person said the dream doesn't really seem, like it just seems like a random dream, but it for some reason like stuck with them and was really bothering them, which is why they posted about it. So often you will dream of attending a wedding that is not your own and have the sense of not remembering who the people were that were getting married. And this portrays adopting behaviors that are not necessarily right for you. Ah, so like trying to be other people. Yeah. And then smoke or the act of creating smoke can be can be like seen as a smoke screen that blocks your ability to see or a warning that something neglected is in peril. Um, the symbol of what is lost so them being lost, may appear insignificant in waking life, so you need to explore its deeper associations to see what you currently have misplaced or ignored, and that can be referring to an emotion too, not just like something physical. Oh, okay. Um, The skeleton can represent your fear of mortality, and since it is associated with intrigue, it is usually a representation of what you are hiding, and bones portray the foundation of who you are and what you're built upon, so to see a skeleton can symbolize getting back your core essence. Mm, I like that one. And the ambulance ties together the idea of crisis or the need to be nurtured as a vehicle, which they referred vehicle to this as guidance in making directional choices. If that makes sense. That it does. a little weird to no, me, but I mean, no, you know, I it makes it. sense. It does make sense. And then something being burned with flames often portrays passion or anger and burnout to control or destroy a structure. And that's something that's holding you back from real fulfillment, like fear is what the structure usually shows. So just so burning something sense. represents holding you back from fulfillment. So believe it or not. I basically came to the same conclusion with this dream as I did the first one, just in some different ways. So sorry if that makes that boring to listen to, but... Well, no, this one, because you're... Sorry. So you're going to say that this is... They are needing to be themselves. Yes. That's what you're saying. Basically, I said this person seems to also have some type of identity crisis, I guess you could call it, is what it seemed to me. They have been like adopting behaviors that aren't right for them and they don't feel like it's true. And they may be distracting themselves from this or hiding from it. And it needs to be addressed or it's only going to get worse. But the one thing that I picked up that I think was different from the two is the first one to me seemed like they were um, like being held back by 
their maybe the way they were raised. Yeah, like their and family. And maybe they want to do something different. And mm-hmm. the second one almost seems like maybe they went off on their own path and they're mm. finding that it's not what they thought it was going to be. Okay. And that they're trying, trying to like rule it back in and maybe yep. try to move back to more what they were raised to believe or something. That could make sense too. The, I thought not, of it as it was them going away from what, because they said being at the wedding meant adopting behaviors that aren't what you normally would do or what you want to do. And they left the wedding. So I thought maybe that. Well, you yeah, know what that, I mean? That's what made me think that is it's like the, oh, I see what you're I'm saying. But you're, <laughs> saying, you're saying that the adopted behaviors might be something they learned as a child that they're leaving the wedding. Yes. To get away from. Or just the adopting behaviors in general. Like if you're hanging out with a group of people mm-hmm. that you don't necessarily feel like are the kind of people you want to be around, but you're just adopting their behaviors to fit in. And then they feel like they need to go out on their own, which is scary, but mm-hmm. they need to stop hiding, basically. That's where I was going with it. Yeah. I, I think kind of we... I, got I think a, they could mean both. They could. <laughs> well, and I think that I got a sense that the first dream, this is just my intuition, was mm-hmm. like, it, it sounded to me like a teenager. Gotcha. Somebody like really going through life, like trying to figure out where they fit. And this one seemed more one like an like adult. Somebody, mm-hmm, I agree. Older who's been going their life a certain way and is mm. now realizing that's not serving not them like well. Like what gotcha. they want for themselves. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like they thought it was, but it's not working out that way. Yeah. Interesting. I just think it's so funny how sometimes I just feel like. You know them. Yeah. Or something. I, I mean, it's, I'm sh- sure most of the time I could be completely wrong, but. No, you never know. I get a sense sometimes. She knows. She knows. (laughs) She knows. No, I do not know very much, actually. (laughs) And I've been having some crazy dreams lately. Except I need to remember to write them down because I haven't been remembering them. I just wake up and I'm just like, what in the hay? You need a dream journal. Yeah, Yeah, I've had a... I I agree with you. I can't, like, recall, but I do know I've had some, like, funky ones lately. Yeah, I wonder if it was being sick. Because I haven't been sleeping mm. through the night all the way. And so I've been waking up more. So I think I've been remembering more. That makes sense. Or remembering more for about the first, you know, 10 minutes I wake up. Yeah. And then forgetting. And then forgetting it when you go back to sleep. Yeah. But those are my two. Awesome. Thank you. Thank Thanks, you. Les. Well, we're so happy you joined us. And we really um, would love to get some more stories into the uh, Dead to the World podcast at gmail.com email address so that we can do another nap time episode. Yeah. Yeah, we need another nap type em- episode so that we can nap. Well, <laughs> yes. So we don't have to listen to a nap time episode to see how we introduce a nap time episode. <laughs> oh, that's true. So we yeah. need more nap time episodes. <laughs> and then if you could provide a rating for us on Spotify since they're doing that now. Five stars would be wonderful. Yes, five stars would be great. And then um, Apple, iTunes, and Podchaser, if you could leave us a review. And it can be small. It doesn't need to be a lot of words. It could just be like, this is the best podcast I've ever listened to. She's really telling you exactly what to do, guys. (laughs) (laughs) But just the more ratings we get, the more people we find, and the more uh, emails we get with stories. So it's a win-win for everyone. Yes. And then make sure you're following us on all of our social media. It it is all Dead to the World podcast. And then the DTTW Dream Team Facebook group. group. You can join that if you'd like to get in on the conversation. And I've said it before, and I will say it now once again, so make sure you are listening. (laughs) (laughs) Where, 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 where? Okay, I got their attention. If you don't answer the questions, you're going to be rejected. Oh.
Because we just want to make sure you actually know what the group is and to keep it a nice, happy yeah, thing don't about want, the podcast. Yeah, we don't want spammers. We don't want spammers. We don't want randos. We don't want you trolls in there. We want the dream team. Well, nobody listening here is trolls. We just don't want the other people who don't know about no, the podcast. I'm telling, I know. I'm telling them. Like, we don't want the trolls. We don't want the trolls. Oh, yes. Yes. We want to. So. Yeah. So make sure you, you, if you answer the questions, I'll let you right on in. Oh, you'll just, we'll open that door. Yep. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Well, join us next time to find out what happens when we are dead dead to the the world. world. Boom. 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 Boom